Hi, this is Steve Pitcher of Sales Hacking Radio. This is episode two of my podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about what it was that got me into sales, giving me 35 years experience and going through just about every sales course I could lay my hands on, both professionally and every other type imaginable. Um, I left university uh, with a degree in marketing and I joined BP, the big oil giant, as a financial analyst. And I was there a couple of years and I, I really wasn't enjoying it. It wasn't the sort of thing that was for me. I was more of an entrepreneur. So I wanted to get out and do a lot more with my life. It was, it was so political. Um, it, it was a real institution. Magnificent company, but it just wasn't for me. So I left. I went off and did a few things and I ended up in sales. Um, I applied for a job originally at BP Oil and they said, oh, if you want sales, you're too qualified. And I thought, well, that's ridiculous. Sales is everything. Without sales, nothing happens. So I thought, what's the best or toughest thing there is to sell? And if I could learn that and learn how to sell that and sell it well, then I'd be really competent. And what I decided was if it was an intangible like financial services. And I got involved back then with Hambro Life and Ally Dunbar. Now, I pounded my knuckles raw. I was about 24 years old. I looked probably about 18. You try selling something as, as um, critical to people as money, and it's very, very difficult. So I had to get good, and I had to get good quick. Well, I struggled. I really struggled. I remember standing at the bottom of um, a major road that leads away from King's Cross Station in London, thinking to myself, I am going to call on every business in this road or I'm going to leave the industry. I was that down. I was really struggling. And I started and I knocked on doors and I went in businesses and, yeah, I got told to to disappear. Um, But at the same time, at the end of that experience, which was really tough, So I do understand cold calling. At the end of that experience, I think I had three people that said, yeah, I'd be interested. I'd like to know more. So in terms of the value of a day, that was amazing. That was really valuable. Because up until then, it had been literally sitting in a huge room of salesmen, uh, saleswomen as well, um, cold calling out of the yellow pages. We don't have yellow pages anymore, but I'm sure you know what I mean. Um, just lists of businesses start with M and work to the end of the alphabet and then back to A that was a horrible existence but I then got exposed to Dale Carnegie that was the first training course I ever went on and make no bones it changed my life it was incredible because for the first time I had a track to run on That track literally, within about a three-month period, pushed my income 10 times what it was. I was earning about £500 a month when that was quite a lot of money 35-odd years ago. Um, But it wasn't enough. And then I had months of £5,000 a month. Well, 35 years ago, that was a hell of a lot of money. So it did transform me, and I committed then to, to learn and study everything I could And I just kept going. And for me, it's about, you're almost always an apprentice. And by that I mean, you 
you are a student and you don't know all the answers. People know different answers, but they never know them all. So it's a case of learning from everybody and pulling together to make sure that at the end of the day, you're a fully functioning, highly competent salesperson if that's your chosen profession. If you're an entrepreneur, then sales is just about the most critical thing that you need to know. And either you need to know it or you have to have people that are working with you and for you that do know it. But then you're dependent on them. So I would say really, really commit to the next six months, six years, 30 years, learning more and more about an absolutely fascinating subject. After Carnegie, I did lots of other things. I did professional exams. Um, I did lots of professional courses, personality profiling, um, appointment making, all sorts of things from anywhere I could get it. The States, I would write off for books. I would go on courses. I must have spent well over £100,000 on courses in the last 25 years or so. So very much committed to achieving a real result. I then came across Sandler Selling. Now, Sandler Selling is pretty much the premier sales uh, training system in the world. It's American, but it is exceptional, and it builds on each little point and has some remarkable um, elements to it. And I will go through some of those elements over coming podcasts. But it's really about today just telling you what can be is amazing in terms of your life your earning capacity, everything you've ever achieved doing in a simple, low-stress, easy way. The most successful salespeople I know sell in a very relaxed, conversational way. They have questions they've already prepared. The client enjoys the experience. It is not high pressure. That is an amateur. There's a phrase that if they can see you're selling, you're not very good. And it's true. So I'm going to be showing you in coming podcasts how to get with clients, spend time with them, how to get the appointment, how to make the appointment count, how to keep records, detailed records of their situation, what they're interested in, what they might like to do in the future. Because that is a goldmine to you. If you've got 100, 200, 2,000 prospects that you've got detailed information about, the world is always changing. In financial services, it's about the budget every year. It's about what currently Donald Trump might tweet tonight that will affect world markets. You just don't know what's going to happen, but it will affect your clients. And it's about communicating with them in a regular way. Now, I don't mean ringing them up every day. If you're a futures trader, that might be the case. But on the whole, it's not ringing them up every day. That would, that's just intrusion. But it's finding a way to communicate with them in a, that they value and they enjoy the communication and it's appropriate for them. For some people, too much is a real turnoff. For others, not enough is also a turnoff. They're saying, you know, you're not thinking of me. You're not caring about me. But there are ways of identifying what's appropriate for each and every client. And I'll, I'll go through personality profiling to identify the sort of person you're dealing with and why you need to approach them and communicate in their personal style.
So I'm looking forward to the next podcast. Um, If you're interested, please send me a comment, um, a link on Facebook or uh, my webpage. This is Stephen Pitcher of Sales Hacking Radio. End of session two. Thank you.